Welcome back to the audio version of What Sam Watches. This week, I will be taking a closer look at The Perks of Not Being a Wallflower, which is the episode title of the third episode of Superman and Lois. So it aired about two weeks ago, and I already explained this last time, but my WordPress account's been down, so I wasn't able to write, edit, or post anything. But I'm back now, so here's my full recap and review for this episode. To start, there's a cute family bonding scene of the family trying to decide what color to paint the walls. However, the boys are very uninterested. That is until Lois wipes some paint on Jonathan's shirt, and that's when everyone else gets into it. But then Clark's hear the cars crashing and the ping tank bridge in China falling apart, so he flies off to save the day. Meanwhile, we get to see a little more of what the Lang Cushing family is like. Apparently, Lana and Kyle have been taking Sarah to therapy for a year because Sarah tried to kill herself a year ago, and Kyle's tired of it. But Lana still thinks it's important, even if she does feel embarrassed about it. Later, Sarah quits cheer, and Lana struggles with trying to get to her. But in the end, Lana and Sarah have a nice heart-to-heart conversation, and they sort everything out. Cut to Smallville High, where Sarah's boyfriend, Sean, still isn't happy about Jordan flirting with Sarah. Clark, however, oversteps his boundaries and listens in on all of it. Worried that Jordan would hulk out with his powers, and yes, I am mixing in a Marvel metaphor, Clark shows up at school, pretending like he's just there for a surprise visit. It's not long afterward that Jordan realizes that Clark was spying on them, and both boys aren't happy. Later, Lois advises him to promise the same thing he did to her to never listen in on them again, and he agrees, so he promises he'll never spy on them like that again. At the Smallville Gazette, a woman from New Carthage, Sharon Powell, shows up. She apparently wants to help Lois take down Morgan Edge. She then tells Lois and Chrissy, her new boss, about her son Derek, who's been missing for a while and suspects Edge is somehow behind it. Edge apparently offered Derek some kind of opportunity of a lifetime, though it's unclear what this is exactly, and the last time she heard from him was via a voicemail saying that opportunity wasn't what he thought it'd be. However, Chrissy isn't too convinced. Yet. But perhaps his connection to Morgan Edge and New Carthage is stronger than we all thought because someone sets Lois's car on fire. Even after that, Chrissy still insists they need to verify their source, i.e. Sharon Powell, before they really consider this incident a threat. Despite the threat, Clark encourages Lois to pursue the story because Lois's gut still says there's more to the story. Later, she goes to New Carthage with Clark's truck because her car is no longer available to meet Sharon Powell in New Carthage. But when she gets there, something feels off. When she gets there, some guy attacks her, so she uses her beeper to get Superman to help. Turns out, this guy, whoever he is, is some kind of metahuman who's almost as strong as him. While they fight, Lois finds Sharon, who's barely breathing with a rope around her neck, presumably from a fake suicide. So, after Clark defeats this meta, he takes off with Sharon to take her to the hospital. Later, Chrissy finally admits that there's more to the story than she originally thought. At school, Jordan overhears Sarah breaking up with her boyfriend, Sean. Not long after, someone tells him to stay in his lane, and it must have tugged his last nerve. So he joins the football team, even after Jonathan says it might not be the best idea. But Jordan's secret doesn't last long because Lana, who's also the cheerleading coach, tells Clark that she heard that Jordan's becoming quite the football star. And Clark isn't happy about it. But Jordan isn't so happy either and says things were better when he wasn't around. To console him, Lois tells Clark that he's 14 and he didn't really mean all of that. Later, Jonathan realizes that Jordan might actually need football. While Jordan's stronger than the rest of them and there's an obvious possibility that he could hurt someone, he's happy playing football. And not just because he's good at it. Turns out he's actually making friends with the guys on the team. So Clark eventually agrees, but then becomes a new assistant coach for the team. Overall, this investigation into Morgan Edge seems to be more interesting than we all originally thought. I didn't mention this earlier, but at the end of the episode, we see Morgan Edge's assistant, Leslie, use heat vision to kill the meta that fought Clark earlier in the episode. So clearly that one guy isn't the only meta Edge has in his arsenal. But it's still unclear why. If there's one thing that is clear about the whole situation, it's that Edge is looking for something in these small towns that he just hasn't found yet. 
but with Lois in the way, it's definitely going to be harder for him and his team moving forward. As for Jordan and Jonathan, I'm glad that Jordan's finally feeling happier and more stable in Smallville. However, it's not lost to me that Smallville hasn't been so great for Jonathan. I only hope that Jonathan finds something for himself. With Jordan taking over football, I can only see Jonathan's dislike for his new life in Smallville to go downhill from here, unfortunately. Hopefully, he finds something soon because everyone else in the family has already got their reasons why they want to stay in Smallville. With that, that is the full recap and review of the third episode of Superman and Lois. I hope you enjoyed and I hope that you'll come back next week.